Shall we begin? Let's begin. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Riley McGree with a scorpion kick. Two nil. Connor Metcalf. What a hit from Cameron Devlin. Finally, Nathaniel Atkinson. And they've got that second goal, and it's with a first touch. This is the Soccer Who's Podcast, the show all about Australian football as we look to unearth the next generation of Socceroos who will one day wear the green and gold. Hello and welcome back to the Soccer Who's Podcast. I know you may be a bit shocked. It's an unfamiliar voice starting off. Well, not unfamiliar, but in terms of your starting voice, it isn't Lachlan today. It is just me. It's just James. And if you're a doctor, hello to you because... Lachlan is away with the flu, not COVID, just the flu that's been going around Brisbane, and I've got strips at hand, so we'll see how we go, but for today, it's going to be a shorter one. We're going to, well, we're going to, I'm going to quickly recap a little bit of the UAE game before jumping into a Peru preview, I'm not going to touch on any of the big transfer stuff that's happened in detail, or the under-23s in much detail, because I want to keep this episode short and sweet. And also wait for Lachlan to have his input because, I mean, love his opinion and want to hear it and bounce off each other in that way. Jumping straight into the UAE game, 2-1 victory for Australia. They played well um, in terms of what has been expected of a Graham Arnold outfit, but still a lot of room to go. I really liked how he finally lined up in a single pivot. The single pivot with just Aaron Moy was very, very good in terms of ball retention. And we were able to hold possession. Admittedly, yes, UAE weren't pressing us as much as you may have expected them to in a must-win game. They were very passive, but still with the single pivot, we were able to get more time to the centre-backs to be on the ball. However, a big issue, which was a bit odd from Graham Arnold because he usually likes to do the opposite, is the fullbacks just set very deep uh, for the vast majority of the game. Aziz Bayic and Nathaniel Atkinson pretty much stayed in line with the back four, so we had... No verticality to get it through up to a next line of midfield. And that gap was one of the large issues while we struggled to still create from open play. And we had started to get fixed in about the last 20 minutes when Nathaniel Atkinson started pushing forward. And all of a sudden, we're linking play together. So I imagine that was a deliberate choice by Graham Arnold. Wanted to bring more solidity to the back line, protect our defense because... In the lead up to this game, he's been fairly constant in saying, hey, we've not been good enough defensively. And if that is your argument, a bit interesting to play Bailey Wright and Kai Rolls as he's in a back partnership, especially when Degenek is still healthy. Yes, Sainsbury was out and all of his experience was out, but Bailey Wright, League One player, deserves to be in the soccer squad, but pairing him up with a young Kai Rolls who has gotten a move, which I will touch on in the next episode with Lachlan, a bit of an ambitious decision, uh, which I respect. But personally, I think Degenek would have been far more suited to that role, especially with his range of passing, which is something that we need if our fullbacks are going to sit so deep. So single pivot, big positive, And I expect from this Peru game, Graham Arnold's hopefully going to sit his midfield a bit deeper and allow his fullbacks to sit up a little bit more. Because especially with a player like Jackson Irvine and his physical ability to get up and down. He should be able to connect to the ball from our defense forward to our attackers very well and get players like Christich involved a lot more. Speaking of forwards, 
it was it was disappointing. Craig Goodwin was average. Martin Boyle was good in sorts when he was attacking a defender one on one. Matthew Leckie wasn't really good enough up front, to be honest. Um which is disappointing. I think the reason he went for Leckie is because he's the most similar player to Taggart. Uh, and I bet he's kicking himself a bit for not bringing Jason Cummings because Cummings would have been a natural fit for this kind of a game. Really, really disappointing in that regard. But Matthew Leckie, he had the experience, but he just didn't really play well. He didn't really connect anything together. And he definitely wasn't getting on the end of chances because he's just lost a leg of pace. to the Matthew Leckie that we saw last World Cup cycle even in the previous game against Peru at the World Cup. So I'd expect that's potentially a position that we'll see changing. If Adam Taggart's ready, he'll start, I'm sure, up front for the Socceroos. And if not, I wouldn't be surprised to see Martin Boyle shift into the middle and maybe an Alma Bill to play at wide because Mabil had a really, really good showing in the game against Jordan. It was really impressive, really direct, and was really a positive influence on that squad. And playing him out wide and Boyle inside could really shore up some of our nine problems if Taggart still isn't ready to go. Other than the lucky change, the only change I really see happening if a Sainsbury's ready, he comes in for Kai Rolls. Um, I think that's going to happen. And the question is then, what happens with Bailey Wright? Does Bailey Wright get swapped out for Degenek and he goes to his preferred pairing? Or does he maybe stick with Kai Rolls, who Graham Arnold obviously sees a bit of himself in? Uh, much like he does with a lot of members of the squad. And it sticks with a Kyrolls, Trent Sainsbury, Central Coast and Mariners Academy lineup, which could be interesting. I think it lacks a bit of a size. While it has good mobility, I think you're not getting that aerial dominance that you really need from a player like Degenek, especially against Peru, who's going to play direct, who's going to play quickly, and you need a tall player to cut out any aerial through balls, potentially. Looking around at other parts of the squad, Aziz Bayic was a bit of a surprise, especially when Joel King has been available and has been playing regularly, and that could be another change. I think our midfield stays as is. The only question mark really is if Jackson Irvine comes out, we're a player like a Riley McGree, maybe, uh, if he wants to go to a double pivot with Christich Singh back. But I'd suspect after seeing the success of the single pivot and seeing how well Christich and Irvine played, he'll stick with that. Looking forwards to Peru and how they'll line up, they'll want to play quick attacking football. They'll want to be fairly direct as well. So we could see a bit of a change of style from Australia. The biggest thing I'd expect to see is us to sit a lot deeper in terms of our midfield. And that could end up helping us as well going forwards in terms of linking attack. The one worry I'll have after that is... Christich becoming too isolated because the reason he was so effective is he was dropping so much deeper into roles to get onto the ball, bringing the ball forwards. So it could be a bit of a negative if he opts for Christich to sit up top in the 4-4-2 defense formation that Graham Arnold likes and what many top managers like in this modern era. I think we'd be better off with a Boyle Mobile kind of two up front. A lot of pace to press and really close down and rush the Peru defenders because Peru like to have a bit of time at the back just to recognize and see, okay, this is where we're going quickly and attacking quickly. But if you shut down those opportunities, you're going to get poorer direct through balls and we're going to really stifle their attack just from pressing high up to pitch. So another reason I think Mabil and Boyle would be a really nice two up top with Mabil shifting up from the right wing when pressing to play as a second striker almost, Craig Goodwin slipping back into that nice little 4-4-2 shape and maybe 
crushed it could then drift up to the right. A bit more complicated and something Greymile doesn't really like doing. He usually likes just dropping his wide players back into the two, pushing the CDM up and one of his center mids up to a striking role for defense. But I think that little tweak will really, well, one, catch Prue out by surprise because Greymile hasn't ever done that, but two, also rip the benefits from just the personnel of the Australian squad and how it matches up against the Peruvian side. In terms of depth for the Australian squad, Potential changes could also be argued at right back. We could see a Fran Karacic coming for a Nathaniel Atkinson if he wants to sit with a more solid fullback, which is something I was surprised we didn't see in the UAE game, looking at how Graham Arnold lined up. We saw Graham Arnold instruct his fullbacks to sit fairly deeply in line with the back four. And to be honest, Nathaniel Atkinson's best trait is when he's pushing forward, when he's overlapping with a winger, or when he's making a darting inverted run towards the middle to allow the winger to get wide and make direct runs like that. So, a bit of a surprise that he didn't go for a Frank Karacic who would suit the role that Graham Arnold wanted much better, even though I think Nathaniel Atkinson at this point in his career is slightly better in my view of how to play football and how we should be playing football. But in terms of the role that Graham Arnold instructed, very surprised that we didn't see Frank Karacic. So, maybe you could argue... He was hedging his bets a little bit. He was a bit more sure of a win against UAE, so he protected some players like a Fran Karacic to be ready for this game. And additionally, a player that I'm surprised we didn't see, Marco Tilio. I'm very surprised that we didn't see him come on against UAE. Instead, we saw Jamie McLaren come on for Craig Goodwin and Matthew Leckie switch out to the left. Craig Goodwin was having a solid game out there. Matthew Leckie was having a poor game, so surprised that he opted for Leckie to stay over Goodwin. You could argue the experience once again, but if you want to bring off one of your wingers, I think it would be far better to bring off Lecky if you want to bring McCarran on. But also Tilio, I think, would have had a large impact on that game. And I think against a Peru side that is aging and is struggling in transitional situations, especially if the game is tight late on, Mark Tilio will have a large impact. So definitely a player to watch in the game, which should be a very exciting game. Tonight, time of recording and time of this episode going out. So a big one to watch and should be an exciting one as we see Australia hopefully push on, secure World Cup qualification, and then we can turn our attention fully to how do we line up at that World Cup. And also we can look in far more detail at the under-23s and how they're going on in the Asian Cup. Because spoiler alert, it's up and down. They're getting the results. Some players aren't performing but Trevor Morgan is pressing all the buttons right now and getting these results out of the players, which is what you want from manager. But there's definitely still room to improve. That's something I'm looking forward to dissecting once Lachlan gets back. And then we can also jump into the transfers of players like Kai Rolls, like of Lewis Miller, which is, that's a fun one, looking at how the transfer fee paid out. MacArthur fans, you'll be very happy. But that will do it all for this episode of the Soccer Who's podcast. If you did enjoy, share it. Share it to your friend. Let your dog know that there's a great podcast on the Socceroos, on the Australian national setup from the national team down to the under-23s. And we're even, you know, we're looking for players that are 16 years of range, like Grand Kual and things like that. So let your friends know. If you enjoy, do all those fun things. Hit us up in the socials. Email. I believe that's SoccerHoosPod at gmail.com. On Twitter, in the DMs, at SoccerHoosPod. And that will do it from me. 
signing on out just james hopefully we are back on friday with a regular pod episode recapping hopefully with a win against peru and recapping how the under-23s have gone on with Lachlan Bummer's side to bounce off. And that's all from here, folks. Thanks for listening, and go Socceroos.